0: My name is Stephanie Sargent. I'm a youth leader at Act for Food, Act for Change, and I'm here at the Extreme Hangout.
1: Great. So tell me about this session. How did it go for you?
0: I think it went incredibly. It was amazing to hear all of these incredible panelists um, with their different areas of expertise. And I think that's really important is that they all are from completely different areas of the system, the spectrum, the like, sectors, everything. And we've all come together today to hear their different perspectives come together. And yeah, I've also learned so much myself. And I think it was a really interactive session and just really fun as well. <laughs>
1: wide-ranging conversation but was there anything in particular that stuck out for you that surprised you or motivated you?
0: I think it was really nice to hear kind of what they um, thought was missing at COP because I hope the people in the blue zone are listening because this is you know this is what we really need to be hearing and um, I was at the speeches yesterday where Greta said like the real leaders are here and I think that's (laughs) definitely clear from these guys Um, so I think that was quite like hard-hitting is like we're we're identifying what's missing from COP, and it's just—it's really important that the people who are organising it and the people who organise the next one realise that this is what's missing. This needs to be added for the next one to actually make an impactful change.
1: Do you, do you think that is a bit of a sanitised space? I mean, it even feels like it as you walk through the security fences into there. It seems a bit surreal somehow, and they're not really connecting on the whole with mm. the, real, the reality that's outside that fence.
0: Oh, I completely agree. I think that there's a massive disconnect between like what's actually happening and what they're speaking about. Um, so I definitely, yeah, that is something that needs to be addressed for sure in the next one. Um, that disconnect means needs to be connected. <laughs> yeah.
1: And has the fact we're here at COP26, not necessarily COP26 itself, but this moment, has it affected you in any way? Has it renewed anything? You know, what will you go away from here thinking?
0: I think it's really kind of reinforced how I feel about the climate issues. I think it's really easy to sometimes feel a bit sad or disheartened when you're working in this field and you kind of sometimes think, especially now as a student, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? But this has really reinforced how I feel and that I, you know, I want to be an activist. I want to be here at these talks. I want to be making a difference. And like hearing everyone else's stories has really like made me think, this is the right path that I'm on and this is really where I want to be helping from. So it's really reinforced that for me.
1: Now, this is the hardest question, so others might want to listen up. Oh, God. <laughs> if you had to sum up or describe in some way the challenge ahead of you, what's one word that either sums that up or sums up what you need to, to get through this to move on? One word? Yeah. It can be hyphenated.
0: <laughs> um, I can um, listen, I want to go with. I want to go with the word listen. Mm
1: -hmm. like that well (laughs) i've been listening and i hope the world's been listening (laughs) thanks very much indeed
2: thank you so much i'm arizona muse i'm an activist and a model and the founder of a charity called dirt foundation for the regeneration of earth and i am here today at the extreme hangout
1: great so dish the dirt
2: So DIRT is an organization that supports soil regeneration globally in the face of climate change, as that is one of the most important solutions that we have. Soil captures carbon, soil purifies water for us, stops water runoff, is just golden when it comes to climate action.
1: And the whole concept of fashion is what is fashionable. And isn't the whole point about to make climate change and sustainability fashionable?
2: Oh, they're definitely cool climate change and sustainability and regenerative thinking is now so cool it's such an interesting topic we're seeing the business sector desperate to get involved (laughs) so desperate that they may greenwash sometimes in order to feel like they're involved and
1: do you move in an unusual world in that you're moving between both i don't know advocates and allies but also sometimes rubbing shoulders with the enemy (laughs)
2: I generally am a little bit cocooned in my privilege of being near people who think the same way as I do in terms of the the climate situation and even though I'm an activist I actually rarely find myself with opponents who I'm talking to which is Definitely one of the issues in this movement, which is that we do often talk to ourselves and everyone in the room is on board with the solutions and making change and making it happen now. I feel like this is probably one of the most important things that Extinction Rebellion has done, is they actually opened the door To make a connection and a bridge between the people who weren't listening the opponents we could call them but let's remember they're all human beings as well and they all want the best as well they all have families and kids they all have you know they all have parents and grandparents they all love people and love the earth so it's not that they're evil it's just that they're in an environment and a society that conduces bad decision making
1: but even for those that are business focused i guess ultimately they're going to have to follow the market and the market increasingly is saying, this is what we want.
2: Well, unless we say we don't need markets anymore.
1: Well, this is true, but that you know what radical. I mean.
2: <laughs> that would be radical. <laughs> Going
1: forage for it everywhere. Uh, but here we are, COP26, uh, an important moment. How is this moment, if not COP26, influencing you? You know, what do you think you'll be moving on to from here?
2: It's influencing me in a way that has surprised me. I've become very emotional while I was while I'm here. It's so intense to be in the blue zone and to feel the dryness in there and then to come to the fringe events and feel the lively wisdom, love, sharing, community building support networks that are created outside and the juxtaposition of that and to know that the leaders and decision makers sadly are trapped in this blue zone where it's so kind of desolate, the feeling that that to me has been very emotional. and. I just want to invite anyone else who's feeling emotional too. That's okay. We should be feeling emotional about this. It means that we're human. It means that we care. If it makes you feel like you're crying, great. Like, we need that. We, there have been people out there who've been trying desperately for such a long time and have cried a lot. So we need everyone to become part of that group.
1: <laughs> True. I was hit yesterday actually by a piece of performance in the green zone. Oh. Just suddenly got me.
2: Yeah. Just suddenly got me. Yeah. I think
1: it's, you're absolutely right. So finally, um... One word, the one word that is your other mantra or your resource going forward.
2: Earlier, I heard you say we could choose a hyphenated word Earth love.
1: Very good. Thank love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank, Thank
3: you. you. So much. All right, uh, my name is Aziz Salau from Nigeria. I am one of the lead leaders for Act for Food, Act for Change campaign, and it's really exciting to be at the extreme angles
1: lovely well thanks for joining us and some very interesting insights you were bringing here to this stage out of all that what is you finding most frustrating what is it that drives you to make a change
3: yeah, the, 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 the drive is just uh, we, we, a lot of things I've actually seen uh, around in, in, in my country, in Africa. It's actually very, very disheartening that uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, people are not coming together. There's no synergy between the producers, the processors, the governments, the NGOs, everybody, even the private sector. So I think it is actually very, very important for us to uh, come together as, uh, as stakeholders in the food system, to so actually see how we can actually uh, make sure that all these things are working in place, because we really, at this point in time, uh, we really don't need to work in silos. Yeah. Fantastic. And going forward from here, here we are.
1: I mean, how does it make you feel being at COP 26? Even though we feel there's that separation between those at the uh, coalface—if it's not a bad, bad use of expression—but you know, those at the, the f- the sharp edge of climate change you know what does it make you feel having the opportunity to be here and at least share stuff with audiences like
3: this? It's actually really, really uh, cool because uh, the good thing is that uh, uh, this is my first time attending COP, and it has actually opened my my, 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 my my thinking to a lot of things that could actually happen. I strongly believe that we need to connect whether you're from Africa, you're from Asia, you're from Europe, yeah, I, see, I see a lot of connection coming up, I see a lot of people coming together to actually uh, connect to see how we can actually improve on, on issues ar- around mitigation and adaptation uh, to climate change, and I strongly believe that uh, this, if yeah, we, we could actually add uh, food to COP, it would really help us, you know, to, to, to actually spread the, the information more. and People would now really get interested and start uh, uh, infusing uh, life challenges and life uh, uh, experiences around food system and climate change uh, to help us transform our food system.
1: Right, and finally, this uh, one word question is the one word. You would use that is uh, either your resource or, or, or something going forward from here. So one word. One. How you sum it up in one word? Can you sum it up in one word?
3: Yeah, I, <laughs> I think uh, we need to we need to uh, be more resilient. Yeah, going forward, it is actually very very important because this is what would make us uh, keep the fight going, keep the dialogue going, and uh, hopefully the change would come one day.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Thank
4: you so much for sharing Thank that. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. I'm Jamie Cromie. I'm the co-founder of Too Good to Go, and I'm here at the Extreme Hangout.
1: Great, very interesting session. Very wide ranging, Uh, and this whole sense that food per se is not on the agenda at COP26.
4: Yeah, food, food systems, food waste isn't on the agenda at all, really. You know, um, it's it's shocking to think about it. You know, our our food system accounts for around 25 to 30 percent. Of the world's greenhouse gas emissions, you know, it is the um, second most highest emitter in terms of um, uh, in terms of in- industry. Food waste itself accounts for 10% of the world's greenhouse gas emissions, yet nobody's talking about it. Uh, so, we, as an organisation here at Too Good To Go, we launched a petition. Shall I encourage everybody to share, sign? It's www.fightfoodwaste.co.uk. Really calling on the UK government to bring food waste to COP26 and enshrine food waste reduction targets into UK law Mm -hmm. so for those that have
1: them the sort of brown bin of Mm -hmm. COP26 Mm -hmm. (laughs) something (laughs) like that yeah (laughs) so uh, I mean for you then um, is this one of your major campaigning strands out of
4: what you've created as a a, a, a business or a movement so we are a, a business we are an organization but our our vision, our mission is all around inspiring and empowering people to fight food waste together. So when we're talking about this, for us it's, it's so important to create a movement about food waste. You know, we are more than just a food waste app and as a result you know, we want to um, you know, spark some policy change. In fact, our whole strategy uh, hinges on five pillars and our marketplace, our app is only one of those. For us it's about working with households. You know, inspiring people to change their habits and, and create some behavioral change. It's working with businesses so that they can do more around uh, environmentalism and specifically food. It's working with schools you know, so they don't you know, continue to make the same mistakes as, w- as we're currently making today and inspire them to, to think about food differently. And of course, as I mentioned, public affairs and, and our app as well. So for us, it is so important to keep uh, banging the drum around, around food waste and develop and grow this movement on on food West itself
1: and as we see a growing number of people turn to food banks and a, you know a demonstration of rising poverty even by the employed in society um, is there a sense that there are some for whatever reason who don't want to go to say the food bank system are actually taking full advantage of the service you provide
4: so you you raise a really valid point here which is about food insecurity And so here at 2 go our our food itself on the app is is always at a reduced price. In fact, it's always a third or three times value. So if somebody pays five pounds or five euros or five dollars, they're going to be receiving 15 pounds or $15 or 15 euros worth of food. So there is that accessibility factor. But what we've also done is we've we've partnered with um, food redistribution organizations to help them fundraise to increase their access to food but also allowing them to have a greater impact and improve their own infrastructure. At the same time, what we're doing as well is partnering with food banks and offering those who are coming to receive an emergency food parcels, a, a vouchers to use tuga to go for free so that they're able to supplement the food that they're getting, but also enjoy food from, from businesses and brands that perhaps they haven't previously been able to enjoy.
1: And I guess the key being at the end of the day,
4: ideally that nothing goes to waste exactly yeah we shouldn't be wasting any food at all which is really what we're what we're trying to do as i said we're about inspiring individuals about inspiring businesses so that we can find solutions and work together to keep reducing food waste at scale
1: and is there inspiration probably not at cop 26 as food isn't directly on the agenda but at this moment going forward from here for you
4: so, I'm always like a super positive person. I want to be optimistic and I am optimistic. You know, I was on the, the climate youth yesterday and the thousands of people that I was mar- marching alongside with in solidarity with, you know, gives me overwhelming amounts of optimism. You know, the fact that we, we are having a COP itself, the fact that people are, and, and member states are, are, are committing to net zero by, um, by 2050, you know, that does give me some optimism. But what I want to see now is more action. And I want to see more businesses taking a stance on food waste. I want to see more governments um, involving uh, food waste reduction into their, into their national determined contributions as well. So is there one word that you can use that sums
1: up where either where you are now or, or what your superpower is to t- take all this forward?
4: The one word I would use to describe my mindset right now is optimism. We've got to focus on the positives here, like enough of the doom and gloom, but what can we do to to change things? And I am very optimistic by what I see that we're moving in the right direction. We just need to do more. There's never nothing we can do if you pardon that almost double negative. (laughs) Yes, always something we can do. So I encourage people to fight food waste. Okay, brilliant. Thanks so much and great talking to you.